Did Batman just confirm this garbage team is finally gone? Stay tuned. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast. That was a perfect intro. I don't even know what happened. That's I have to restart that. I freak I, I I hate this computer so much. All right, you ready? Yep. Did Gary Bettman just confirm this garbage team is finally gone? Stay tuned. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Coyotes brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use the code Locked On NHL for twenty thousand off your first purchase. I am your host, Robin Leonio. That's Matthew Jacobson, right beside me. And we both want to thank you guys for making this show your first listen every day. We are free, free and available everywhere you get your podcast, including now on the SiriusXM Radio app. We got a great show for you guys today because, well, let's just say yesterday Gary Bettman opened his mouth and we had some words to say. <laughs> yeah, we got we got plenty to talk about, and and I, I'm I'm definitely mildly concerned. I actually I to bring it back down for a second. I actually am slightly mildly concerned because while this is not like like there are a lot of idiots that were like this team. You see the the the. Atlanta Thrashers move really quickly, so this team's also going to move really quickly. Oh, the timelines line up, because a lot of people are really dumb. But something he said, I'm a little uncomfortable with, because of what it potentially does. Now, do you want to set the scene, or do you want me to just go ahead and start running away with it? Oh, just legit, just go. All right, so, Gary B., uh, I'm going to call him Bet Dog, or don't, don't, please don't clip that, but... So he's talking about uh, he's talking with Elliot Friedman after the Board of Governors meeting. Uh, we got some tidbits of information, uh, stuff with uh, especially jerseys. We got stuff with Ottawa Senators. Don't really care about that. We're here to talk about the Arizona Coyotes and the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, they currently don't really have a timeline. We already knew that, and I know that potentially what one perspective was offered that it could just be to make sure you don't really force the Coyotes to do a bad deal and whatnot. But he says. We should probably have that clarity by around the midpoint of the season. And 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 that's where I have to stop you. I'm a little concerned. I don't actually think the team is leaving, but I am a little concerned because of this. Let's say everything falls apart. We already saw it happen with Tempe. All right. We already saw a deal that should have been a no-brainer. It shouldn't have been close. It really shouldn't have. It should have been. It should have passed. We should be talking about when we're breaking ground right now. Saw them fumble that. While everything does objectively look good right now, they're in exclusive negotiations with the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community, and they have a couple of other options. I think it's anywhere between five and seven, somewhere in there. It does vary depending on who you're talking to. So I'll just say multiple options. They're exploring a lot of them, so they're in a very good position right now. But we have seen very good positions get fumbled by this team. You hit the midpoint of the season, so let's just say January. You have months to either 
force a sale to Matt Ishbia, which the Board of Governors can do. People are, con- are for some reason confused about this. Literally, uh, Moyes tried to sell the Coyotes out from under the NHL to Jim Basile, and the Coyotes said, or the NHL said, ah, you're not doing that because the NHL has final say in all the paperwork and stuff that you sign, and then literally just took ownership of the team. They can force sales. Uh, it, it's more likely Morolo would just voluntarily engage if everything fell apart anyway with Matt Ishbia, but the Board of Governors can't just step in and force a sale. And logically, you'd force a sale to the local buyer before you'd force a sale to an out-of-state buyer. And they've spent so much time, effort, and money trying to keep the team here. They don't want to lose the market. Like I'm not worried about that aspect. What I'm worried about is you're at the point of no return, January, February. You don't have time to find a backup. It is just this fell apart. There are no other options. And then Ishbia, for whatever reason, says no. Just for whatever reason, says I've changed my mind, or uh, I, I probably shouldn't, or just what? Just hey, I stubbed my toe this morning. I don't want that team. It doesn't matter what the reason is. All it takes at that point is a no from Ishbia, and the entire thing crumbles, and the team will relocate the next season. So I'm like, I I am a little anxious about mid-season because I feel like if we have the clarity of a deadline of October 1st, for example, they miss the deadline and the NHL's like, okay, call Matt Ishbia. I feel like you have more time to figure out contracts, figure out, you know, construction on the building, uh, figure out whether or not you're going to honor the last year of mullet and how long it's going to take to get the footprint center where you need it. You have more time. If you just have a couple of months, I feel like, it's less likely. And for a couple of reasons, because shorter notice, things could cost more. Prices could change. It just, things can fall through easier if you're on a tight timeline. That's where all my anxiety comes in. And I am actually mildly concerned. But if everything goes through and it's fine in January, we're getting a, an, an announcement that the D-backs and Coyotes are going halvesies on an entertainment complex there by Talking Stick. We're having a different conversation and we're fine. And, and we're totally calm. So, like, you want to try to calm me down here a little bit for the mild concern? Or, or like, do you see where I'm going with this? You know, I see where you're going. You know, I, I could see the concern. Although I do – I will say I think there is a potentially different timeline than what we are getting at, right? I think maybe what Batman is saying is worst-case scenario, but there's all so many things that can happen in between. Of course. Um, and I think you're, we're right all the way to think worst case scenario, we're Coyotes fans. It's going to happen, right? It's going <laughs> to, you know, worst case scenario is always going to be in our head. You just can't, you just can't take that out of us. Um, but what I want to do is I want to maybe bring a theory of timeline of maybe what, why Batman said the uh, halfway point of next season. Um, and I'll get to that in just a sec. But first, a word from our sponsors. And, and today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Are you tired of sacrificing comfort for style when it comes to activewear? Interesting Bird Dogs, the game changer in your flex shorts. Picture this premium shorts designed for maximum performance combined with unparalleled comfort. Bird Dogs are here to revolutionize your workout routine with the unique built in liner. These shorts offer the ultimate support and flexibility, ensuring you stay comfortable even during the most intense workouts. And here's the best part. Bird Dogs are more than just workout gear. They're versatile enough to take you from the gym to the street without skipping a beat. Bird Dogs are made of premium, breathable fabric that keeps you cool and dry throughout your activities. 
perfect for the trails, the gym, or simply just lounging around. Bird dogs are the sorts you've been searching for. Order your pair of bird dogs and join these thousands of satisfied customers who have made the switch. Visit birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL and enter the promo code LockedOnNHL to get a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Bird dogs, where style meets comfort, performance meets perfection, get yours now and unleash your true potential. All right, Matt. So I'm going to use a little bit of what we heard at the beginning of this week um, and kind of tie it in with the potential timeline of why Bettman said said what he said. Mm -hmm. Uh, You take a look at the potential spots that the Coyotes want to build at. You have that Mesa spot by review and you have that talking spot that you kind of mentioned. Um, And, of course, the other two in Phoenix and Scottsdale that are undisclosed that we don't know. Based off the article from Craig Morgan and PHNX, he said, that, hey, you know, the Coyotes hope to have clarity before training camp. You know, that's what they'd like to see. Uh, and I think that kind of probably line, like lines up a little bit more so than we might think on Gary Bettman's beliefs, on Gary Bettman's words, because let's put it this way. They'd say all four of those somehow fall through around that time. I, that's, again, worst case scenario. But we're, we're picturing this out. That allows you to, from September until January to, to for the NHL, for Gary Bettman, the Board of Governors, for Alex Morello to all meet up, talk with Matt Ishbia to say, hey, you're the local buyer. You're the local guy. Let's see. If, um, you know, let's, let's check your interest and buy and purchase in the Coyotes. Keep them in Arizona. See what you can do. You know, that's enough of a timeline to have him essentially decide whether or not he wants to purchase the team. Mm-hmm. And I guess that I makes think, sense. Yeah. I don't know. My mind is always going to go a little more literal, where it's like, okay, maybe what he meant by clarity is, okay, the Coyotes, of course, we know want clarity sooner rather than later. Uh, I'm going to assume that telling Keller's agents we're exclusively negotiating with, with the Salt River, Pima, Maricopa Indian community probably is more than enough to get – a little bit of ease in their minds that and, and then wanting to be more competitive and wanting to bring in a couple of guys to where it's like the team is going to be better this year. So I do, I, I have, I never really had a concern that he's going to want out, but that that's one potential kind of pillar to fall. Right. Then you go into internally, they kind of probably want it done by the start of the season, by training camp, because that, that kind of allows you to get everything in order. Because the original negotiations are just to get the agreement that you can do it, then you gotta start securing contracts and whatnot. So then, like internally, contracts signed October first. It's finally ready for announcement January seventh, right? That like, hey, uh, everything's in order. Construction begins this date. This is what we're doing. We're building. Because you know, remember, you, you also because you know they, they're also going to need a um, an architect to design the project. Mm-hmm. Um, which speaking of which, I feel bad for the man, the, you know, Manica who designed the Tempe Entertainment Project, only for that beautiful thing that they built, that they, that they, you know, rendered. Just no, just no, no. I feel like theoretically, you could still at least reuse the arena plan, like the arena itself. I feel like you probably could reuse that in some aspects from it, but it would either require you to bring that architect back to adjust it to the new location, mm-hmm. or scrap it entirely. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I can see that being the case. Because, you know, that this group is known for built, you know, I think they've 
been a part of the architect like architect group of i think allegiant stadium chase center in Sa- in san francisco i think t-mobile center i mean t-mobile arena in, in las vegas too like they've done a lot of the recent good really nice projects so you know i would love to see you know again something beautiful for the coyotes and again that's just me being you know hopeful of the best of the best the best things that happen i try to be positive as as optimistic as i can but you know i also am very cynical so you want to know what i want i want them to uh, uh like just pick up like like take 10 helicopters pick up desert diamond arena and just plop that down anywhere in the east valley just take it go to downtown steal the, the madhouse Boy, you just take the star? skeleton and just whoop Push it somewhere Why else. We just take take Desert Diamond Arena and push it <laughs> push somewhere, somewhere else. else. Like that's what I want because look, I I know I'm biased. Like growing up there, essentially, and working there now, but it's like it's still a very functional arena. It's just in a terrible location. So think about it. If they just like picked it up and brought it somewhere else, but no, I I just I don't know. I I don't like the comment because I don't like the scenario that we actually need the midpoint of the season. And then you had some people that were like, oh, well, see, they haven't even talked to Matt Ishbia. One of the dumbest possible things because you're clearly not listening to the coverage. I, I just want to go ahead and just say it one more time. Maybe a little more slowly for you. Um, Ishbia wants to buy them, potentially. Meaning, if they're not for sale, there's no conversation. Some people really need it, like, broken down to him because, like, through his spokesperson, he confirmed the interest. We have that quote in Craig Morgan's article of someone from PHNX Suns reached out and got that quote. They are, he is interested in sitting down with them. He's interested in potentially owning the team. Now, that could change due to any number of factors. They can sit down and he can, like, I don't like the conversation and walk away. But he has the interest right now in purchasing them, not in, yeah, well, like, we'll help you play in our arena. So it's like, it makes no sense why people would assume the HBO conversation has happened. Like, that really isn't news. I, I don't even know why that needed to be asked because even I could have told you that the conversation hasn't happened yet because yeah. the team's not for sale. If they are for sale, then it happens. All right? Even if Morello is on the fence about selling, that conversation happens. But as of right now, there is zero indication there's any interest in selling from within. So it's it, that isn't happening yet. <laughs> no, and it, and I don't and I and I think we're still a long ways away from not even being the case. Yeah, it it would be look I, I don't know if this is Bettman's way of putting a, a, a hard timeline in softer words and then essentially like, hey, uh, if you don't get it done by this day, we're, we're taking over kind of a thing, which I'm assuming the first – again, the first call would probably be to Matt Ishbia. I, I would be shocked if the first call went anywhere else. But then again, that's just me. But, like, it, it, maybe it's just a way for them to give a, a nice soft or hard deadline and soft words. Because that, that, 
That makes sense. But you know what? You want to know what else makes sense? Sponsor of today's uh, episode. And that's game time. Let's get a graphic and let's talk about this. So, unless you, I, I know we're Coyotes fans, we get stressed. You know, we, the the process of buying the tickets themselves should not be stressful. Game time is a fast, easy way for buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theatre near you. Get killer deals and last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing out over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Like the fun we're going to have in Tucson when the Coyotes go down there to take on the Ducks again. And I'm going to wear an ASU jersey just because that's how I roll. And you know what? Maybe I'll download game time. Maybe I won't, but we're not going to bear down on this show. Anyway, snag tickets with no stress with game time. Download game time app, create an account, use code Lockdown NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but whatever. Again, create an account, redeem code Lockdown NHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So let's get ready to close, you know, close off the show and get any, you know, final thoughts about Batman's words. Because there's, it's, and, and I think the best way to say it, you know, I think at this point, Matt, there's just too much, like, smoke, right? It's like, it's still a blur. It's like a smoke screen. We can't see. We I feel can't. like I just, I hate that he talked. All right, all right. Think about it. Like I, mean, we'll I, mean, I mean, Elliot Friedman, no matter who it's Elliot Friedman, if it's whoever it is, someone's going to ask the question. Batman, what do you what, like? What do you expect him to answer? Flip him off. I get Gary, I expect you to pull out your middle finger and put it in Elliot Friedman's face. But no, like, like, think about this. How excited were all of us when Craig came back from vacation, dropped the article, and had confirmation not from the team, but from someone within the the uh, the Salt River, Pima, Maricopa Indian community, saying that the negotiations not only were happening, but were exclusive negotiations. How excited were all of us? Like, that we got that confirmation got from an inside guy, from someone on the inside. And it, it didn't have to come from the team, so you, you don't have to worry about the spin. There was, that was a good point that Greg Wazinski brought up on a recent episode of Craig's show. But it's like, you know... You don't have to worry about the spin. You don't have to worry about this or that. It's like literally from the inside of one of the parties that, that's involved here. We got that confirmation. That's all we needed. All we needed was they're negotiating. We're good. Things are looking good. They got multiple arena options. They're actually doing the work. We're all happy. I don't like this quote by Bettman because my mind goes to, oh, yeah, like the, the, the deadline's midpoint of the season. When I mean, there's no time to find that plan Z. <laughs> I mean, he uh, he did also say that they are exploring multiple options. Yes. Because they are. In the greater Phoenix area. He didn't say anywhere else, but in the greater Phoenix area. Mm-hmm. One of those options is, in fact, Glendale. I have exclusive sources right now. Ready? I'm, I'm going to drop my source. Lol, you thought... Nah, nah. <laughs> but no, it, it, it's all in the East Valley. It's all Phoenix, Scottsdale. It's on. You know, yeah, that's where all the fans are. Area. <laughs> but yeah. it, it, I just, I, I know objectively, taking that step back, there's nothing wrong with what he said. There's nothing negative about what he said. There's nothing to indicate a relocation with what he said in any context. It just rubbed me the wrong way. Me personally. 
to again, have that be the official representation of the timeline because my mind is immediately going to go to what if they screw it up and they have literally no time to fix it. I think you speak for a lot of Coyotes fans, <laughs> not just yourself, but a lot of Coyotes fans and feeling that way and rightfully so. Because this has happened time and time and time again, you can all, and, and again, and that's why I'm so cynical. What did I say, Matt, multiple times over the last month since the election of a potential new arena? I will not believe it's reality until I step inside the arena and a ticket is scanned. <laughs> I, I get that. I do. And I, I cannot tell you who I've been talking to. It's not like a super inside source or anything. This, this is just like a personal thing I was talking to. But like one thing I don't like is how consistent a lot of the negative stories have been in terms of like the Coyotes' negative behavior, the organization not putting their best foot forward, the organization not representing themselves well, and how rock solid and consistent it's been with everyone I talk to that actually would be in positions to deal with the team directly. And one quote that I was told, you know, today uh, and, and, you know, again, I'm not going to say who said it, but it was essentially that this team has a reputation that they've built for themselves and it's not a good one. And that, even though I consider myself a lot more optimistic that might kind of help. Maybe that's why I was I was so not liking there being an actual deadline. I mean, obviously, logically there is a deadline, but like it's because like this team has got like they've built bridges. They have. They've done some really good good things with corporate sponsors, with with the the, the different tribes in the state trying to expand the audience and the Hispanic community. They've done, they've done some good things to try to build bridges. They've also burnt down about as many cities as Godzilla. <laughs> like, like it's the kind of torched stuff to where it's like, my anxiety is going to always exist, even though I'm optimistic and I still genuinely don't think the team's going to leave. But I feel like any little thing is going to set me off at this point. I just want the press conference. We have reached an agreement with X party on an arena and, and we're just working at the details now. Like, the contracts are signed. Now we just got to get into the building phase. I you just want that. You know what, Matt? Like, you know, I, I think here's the thing. Any one of us can put – you know, anyone can put out a deadline, right? Gary Bettman can put out a deadline. The Coyotes put out a deadline. I, I can put out a deadline. <laughs> I can say, you know what? I want to see an arena – deal be made before i go to vacation at the end of next month i want to see the the damn thing built tomorrow <laughs> build it tomorrow <laughs> i don't know how that can work but i like your thinking i like your thinking just screw it you know what well what is tempe gonna do with the dump anyway just Start bringing the bulldozers in. Just literally just start building on it. What are they going to do? Are they going to waste their taxpayer dollars to stop you and just build it? It's uh. <laughs> a literal dump. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Um, you know, I was thinking about saving this other thought I had for another episode, but 
you know, we have about what five minutes, maybe six minutes left. Um, yeah, we, we got a couple minutes. So I thought might as well kind of bring this in because I want to get your initial thoughts. Maybe we can go deep. We can go a deeper dive on another another episode, uh, kind of transitioning from this just to a different topic. And but maybe it's kind of similar because it is regard the Coyotes making money. Um, did you see the news about Diamond Sports and Valley slash Valley Sports? Um, and how in bankruptcy court they essentially walked out of their contract with the Arizona Diamondbacks. That now leaves only one sports team left that is currently under contract with Diamond Sports and Valley Sports. Arizona, that's the Arizona Coyotes. How soon do we think they're going to be walking out from that deal and getting their own television deal? I don't think they'll exist for very much longer at this rate, to be honest. Uh, I would be surprised if, if one of the two parties didn't announce that they're walking away by like the first preseason game, because like this situation has gotten ridiculous. It has legitimately just gotten out of hand and, and the coyotes need to find a more sustainable Is Cox seven still a thing. Remember I watched the Arizona sting games or like Rattlers games back in the day, like Oh seven or Oh six on Cox. Is that still a thing? Can the Coyotes go if the Suns are on are on three TV? Can the Coyotes go to Cox Seven? And we just it's <laughs> no longer well. I mean, it's <laughs> it's actually not called Cox Seven. It does exist. Channel Seven does exist. It is currently called Your View Arizona. What, what, what's their what's their programming lineup look like? Does it give you like a, like a synopsis of what they're about? <laughs> Sports programming. Um... It doesn't. They used to carry the Arizona Rattlers and and Grand Canyon University, but you want the Coyotes? Hey, hey, hey! Look, listen, listen. You want the Coyotes, and then like, hear me out, man. Like, I, I, I I'm gonna steal someone else. No, you actually, you know what? You know what, Matt? I am gonna make a call out to our own our own owners here. You know, Twelve <laughs> News. Just make the contract. <laughs> They don't even want the team here. I, I'm being a little, I'm being a little unfair, but like, I don't know. Some of the reporting our own network does. I don't think, the, I don't even think we want the team here sometimes. But all right, I'm going to steal another conspiracy theory. Alex Morello. All right, here's here's what you're gonna do. All right, you're gonna go talk with 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 Sahara Sports Television. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna acquire Channel Seven and make it Sahara Sports Television. There we go. You're only you're gonna acquire the rights to the Arizona Sting, and you're only gonna play Coyotes replays, live Coyotes games, Coyotes programming, and then at midnight you're gonna play Sting replays. Then once you get the market interest built back up, you're gonna re expand into the NLL. The new arena will host the new Arizona Sting with the Arizona Coyotes, and then you're, we're we're gonna steal the Tucson Sugar Skulls. I want another arena football team here in the Valley for a better. Uh, a rivalry. That's just because you're 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 a Tucson fan, but that's what you're gonna do. Buy literally buy the network. Just buy the channel. You know what? Make I... it Coyotes propaganda twenty four seven. And there you go. You know what I could see actually happen <laughs> in a similar thing. You could take potentially after what Denver did, right? Mm-hmm. Because technically they're. You know their RSN is to, um, should technically be like what AT and T Sports Network 
um, Rocky Mountain or whatever, right? That's technically what you know what's in their area. That's what Vegas is broadcasted under that channel. The Vegas Golden Knights they broadcast their games on 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 that network as well because they're part of the net, that network. But Denver. Denver Sports has their own thing called Altitude Sports Network because they decided to break off from the traditional RSNs and make their own thing. Why not Arizona Sports do the same thing under well, either whatever, you know, the formerly Cox 7 or what you see where what Arizona Family is doing, right? With Channel 3, you know, they have something going on in there. You know, they're, they, they brought over the, you know, the, uh, the Mercury and the Suns. You know, maybe there's money to be made. Exactly. There is. Look, you sacrifice money up front, but you gain a bigger audience, which makes your ad rates go up because, oh, wait, before these are numbers pulled directly from my anus for the for the purposes of an example, not actual you know, representation. You have 10 million people that have access to Valley Sports. You have 30 million that have access to this. And that's, again, made up numbers just to prove a point. Literally, like you you give up money up front to get better ad deals later, more accessibility, more money, more fans, more merch being sold. Everything gets bigger when you have more people watching your games. When you're – look, who – Sells more merch, do you think, Robin? The Indoor Football League or the National Football League? I'm being facetious right now, but which do you think sells more merch? No doubt, <laughs> National Football League. Who is broadcast everywhere? Accessible to everyone, every week. <laughs> the NFL. And their, and their television contracts are lucrative. So if you, right now... Because the I, I think RSNs are dead, and I think that's a good thing because, like, all it did was essentially make watching your team harder and more expensive, and it's kind of antiquated at this point anyway. Basic cable, anyone with a freaking antenna can get access to, meaning you are literally in your own in your own area, potentially double, triple, quadrupling your potential audience and more people, as Javier Gutierrez calls them, fans in waiting. That's the best thing, in my opinion, for this team. They need to be as accessible. They need to be everywhere. They need everyone to be watching them constantly all the time because you're playing in a 4,600-seat NHL capacity arena. We need as many eyeballs in this team as we can get because when we're ready to move into that 16, 17,000-seat arena, you want that place packed with not only the existing fans but those new fans as well. Oh, 100%. Any final thoughts before we close things off? Stop stressing me out and get it done. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe. If you've yet to already, we're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Locked On Coyotes, and on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Matthew Jacobson is at the AZ Sports Guy. Interact with us as a question you might have. We might answer right back or on a future episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.